This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 12, it says, Indeed, the Word of God is living and effective, sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating even between soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to discern reflections and thoughts of the heart. Yes, the Word of God is living and effective today in my life and in yours. And that's the very reason why I'm offering this weekly podcast where I reflect upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. So now, please join me on Faith Moments with Dina Marie as we break open the Word of God together, inviting His Word to change our lives forever. Welcome to Faith Moments. I'm Dina Marie. This is a weekly podcast to come together to proclaim and to ponder our Sunday Mass readings. And if you've been tuning in over the last couple of weeks, you know we are right in the middle of the beautiful season of Easter. In fact, this Sunday, this fourth Sunday within the time of Easter is really special in a couple of ways. Number one, it is known as Good Shepherd Sunday. It's known as Vocation Sunday. And this particular particular year on May 8th, this Sunday is Mother's Day. So we have a beautiful combination of mothers, motherhood, uh, spiritual motherhood, that care and comfort of a mother, and then of course the love of the Good Shepherd. And the greatest gift from the Good Shepherd is eternal life. I, I look at this week as we're saved by the Good Shepherd. So I want to begin with a special prayer to our Blessed Mother, the mother of God, the mother of Jesus, and then we'll close calling to mind vocations, particularly to the priesthood and religious life for those who are discerning their vocation and to call to mind sanctity for all vocations. This is called the Loving Mother of the Redeemer Prayer. I'm pulling out my beautiful book. It was designed by the Basilica of the National Shrine of the Immaculate Conception. These are different prayers. And this is, again, Loving Mother of the Redeemer. Will you pray with me? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Loving Mother of the Redeemer, Gate of Heaven, Star of the Sea, assist your people who have fallen, yet strive to rise again. To the wonderment of nature, you bore your creator, yet remained a virgin after as before. You who received Gabriel's joyful greeting, have mercy on us sinners. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed Mother, Mother of the Redeemer, pray for us. This fourth Sunday, as I mentioned, really sounds like we're saved by the Good Shepherd, and you'll hear that in the scriptures today. We continue to hear from the Acts of the Apostles in the first reading. I think what's beautiful is we start to hear about now in the Easter season, some accounts of the adventures of Paul and Barnabas, and that's where we find ourselves today. This is Acts chapter 13, our first reading for this first excuse me, the fourth Sunday in the season of Easter. Paul and Barnabas continued on from Perga and reached Antioch in Pisidia. On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and took their seats. 
Many Jews and worshipers who were converts to Judaism followed Paul and Barnabas, who spoke to them and urged them to remain faithful to the grace of God. On, following, on the following Sabbath, almost the whole city gathered to hear the word of the Lord. When the Jews saw the crowds, they were filled with jealousy and with violent abuse contra contradicted what Paul said. Both Paul and Barnabas spoke out boldly and said, it was necessary that the word of God be spoken to you first, but since you reject it and condemn yourselves as unworthy of eternal life, we now turn to the Gentiles. For so the Lord has commanded us. I have made you a light to the Gentiles that you may be an instrument of salvation to the ends of the earth. The Gentiles were delighted when they heard this and glorified the word of the Lord. All who were destined for eternal life came to believe, and the word of the Lord continued to spread through the whole region. The Jews, however, incited the women of prominence who were worshipers, and the leading men of the city stirred up a persecution against Paul and Barnabas and expelled them from their territory. So they shook the dust from their feet in protest against them and went to Iconium. The disciples were filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord. The responsorial psalm comes from Psalm 100. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Know that the Lord is God. He made us, his we are, his people, the flock he tends. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. The Lord is good. His kindness endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. The second reading comes from the book of Revelation, chapter 7. I, John, had a vision of a great multitude, which no one could count, from every nation, race, people, and tongue. They stood before the throne and before the Lamb, wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. Then one of the elders said to me, these are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. For this reason, they stand before God's throne and worship him day and night in his temple. The one who sits on the throne will shelter them. They will not hunger or thirst anymore, nor will the sun or any heat strike them. For the lamb who is in the center of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to springs of life-giving water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. The word of the Lord. Our gospel reading today comes from John chapter 10. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the father's hand. The father and I are one. 
the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I said today sounds like we are saved by the good shepherd and we are indeed. That is, uh, I love this image that I received for Easter season and this beautiful image of Mary and the baby Jesus and the little lamb. And we hear some of the references to shepherd, the good shepherd, the lamb in these readings, even here on this fourth Sunday of Easter. But what I want to point out in the Acts of the Apostles that just really touched me. I love hearing about the the mission of Paul and Barnabas and the early apostles and the difficulties that they faced and the persecutions and the troubles that they encountered. And so it says here, you know, it's hard for us to imagine, but maybe take some time in meditation of this scripture as Paul and Barnabas have been speaking to the Jews And now they're being called out to the Gentiles. And it would have been so contradictory for them to welcome the the Gentiles into the kingdom of God. And yet here is where the Lord is guiding them. And and I made a light. I've made you a light to the Gentiles that you may be an instrument of salvation to the ends of the earth. You know, the Paul and Barnabas are sharing this message from the Lord. And here's the the, the confidence that we can have as Christians believing and following in the Lord Jesus Christ, it says here, all who were destined for eternal life came to believe. And the word of the Lord continued to spread through the whole region. You know, Christianity didn't just end at the persecution of the, the small band of the first apostles and disciples and followers of Jesus, that the Lord through the Holy Spirit, and it ends with this, that the disciples in the midst of this persecution and difficulty that they have in being kicked out of certain areas, that they are filled with joy and the Holy Spirit. And so with courage, not in their own abilities, you know, Paul and Barnabas probably would be the first ones to say, this is not, this is not us. And, and we'll hear other, other readings from uh, the Acts of the Apostles when the people are treating Paul and Barnabas like a god. And they're saying, no, 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 we are not the gods. It is Jesus Christ crucified who they are bringing to the people, the message of Jesus Christ, the Lord. And so the disciples are filled with joy. They've received the gift. They've received and and accepted the gift. You know, you could be given a gift, but if you don't receive it and open it and then enjoy that gift and use the gift for what is it intended for, you're missing out on what the gift is. And the Lord is giving us the gift of faith. We receive it for many of us as, as an infant, you know, as a youth, there's the baptism where we receive that gift. So we don't know how to fully open the gift yet and use it until we are taught, until we learn to hear the word of the Lord, which we'll hear more in these scriptures about the good shepherd is, is that we learn to hear and to recognize what is good, the light, the truth, the love of God. And so with the Holy Spirit comes that joy in the midst of difficulty. This wasn't an easy journey for Paul and Barnabas, but yet they have confidence that their mission will not be distracted 
because it's Jesus's mission. It's God's mission. They're not just doing their own thing. And if we find ourselves on this journey of doing our own thing and fighting our own battle, we've got to really step back, take time and reflect, what is this all about? Maybe I am encountering difficulties. Am I doing this all alone? And am I doing this, that's my own thing? Or am I doing this for the Lord? If I'm doing it for the Lord, I should receive a gift of peace in my heart. There should be a sense of peace if we truly are following the Lord. And so with courage and resilience, we receive that gift of courage and resilience by our love, by our trust in the Lord, by our following of the Lord, as Paul and Barnabas do. And we get a glimpse of that in today's reading, that they will not be distracted. They won't be swayed. Even when difficulties come their way, they shake the dust from their feet. And maybe you need to keep that image in your mind. When you get distractions, when you get sucked onto social media and posts and being on that phone for way too long, you need to let it go. Shake it off. Shake off the distractions. And that's so important that we receive the gift of Jesus Christ. So much to share here. The Psalms are so beautiful. And this Psalm 100, if you just go into your Bible and look up Psalm 100, it's very short. But here's this one little phrase. Know that the Lord is God. He made us. His we are. We belong to him. His people the flock he tends. There's such a tenderness in being reminded that you were created, you were designed by love, for love, eternal love, and the greatest gift. See, his kindness endures forever, the Psalms say, that he has designed us for this eternal life. And that is the good gift, the good gift from our good shepherd, our good savior, our good redeemer. The gospel reading is very short and every cycle of the fourth Sunday of the Easter season, we hear a little bit different part of this John 10. John 10 will be a whole long chapter, which is called the Good Shepherd Discourse. And we really get to see Jesus using these beautiful images because in his day, shepherds, shepherding, as well as referring back to the Old Testament and these beautiful references to the good shepherd and guiding his sheep. You know, I think about Moses guiding the people through the Red Sea, you know, the good shepherd caring for his flock and the good shepherd is following the call of God. Moses followed the call of God, Abraham taking the people, David, you know, following God's law, God's call and guiding people as a good shepherd. But Jesus now is the ultimate good shepherd, the redeemer, the caregiver, the one who will care for us forever. And it's a very short verse of Jesus trying to unpack some of this beauty. And again, another beautiful reflection is just to take time to reflect on how am I hearing the good shepherd? Am I hearing the good shepherd? When have I heard the message of the Lord? When do I in my daily life, in my prayer life, in 
in my thoughts and in my words and my deeds, how do I recognize? What are those things that help me recognize the voice of the good shepherd? And so my sheep hear my voice woven in our very heart and soul is a ability to hear the voice of our maker. And this is what Jesus says. I know those that have been called to me. I know those sheep. I know my loved ones. I know my sons and daughters. And they follow me. And yet, don't we look around us and maybe we look right into the mirror and we see those who are not following the Lord and we know um, they've been baptized, they've been confirmed, they've gone to church for a while, and now they may be falling away and, and, and following a different leader. Let's trust in the words of Jesus. And this, this gospel is calling me to have a deeper trust, to trust that if Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, that my prayer intention, when I see in my own family, in my community, in my parish, maybe, maybe in my, my diocese or archdiocese, maybe I see people that on the outside, I think they're, they're not following the Lord. But maybe what I really need to do is come back into the classroom of silence. My sheep hear my voice. Lord, help your sheep hear your voice today. I can't change those people out there, the, the ones closest to me, the, the strangers, those in another part of the world. But I can pray that the Lord's sheep will hear his voice and they will respond with a yes. Here's the good news. Jesus says, I give them eternal life. With that gift is the gift of eternal life and they shall never perish. And Jesus closes this little part of the scripture by saying, the father and I are one. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one can take them out of the father's hand. I know there are so many prayer intentions. I know when I was working for the radio station and they still come in of prayer intentions of a loved one who we feel is out of the hands of the Lord because of their behaviors, because of their actions, because of whatever might be going on in their lives. And it could be very serious. But let's take Jesus for his word and trust in him that the father has been given these loved ones and no one can take them out of the hand of the Lord. So pray that prayer, Lord, may they not slip through your hands. May I be one through my witness, through my trust, through my love, continue to bring those sheep into your most sacred heart. A good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep. And that is who our Lord Jesus Christ is, the good shepherd. 
and the Savior of all. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. I'd like for you to join with me in this prayer. And I hope that all of your diocese or archdiocese look to your vocations office because they should have a particular prayer for your seminarians, for your archdiocese and your priests. This is one that was written by the Archdiocese of Seattle, where I live, and it's the Archdiocese of Seattle vocation prayer. We'll close with this prayer today. God, our Father, You call each of us to use our gifts in the body of Christ. We ask that you inspire those whom you call to the priesthood, diaconate, and consecrated life to courageously follow your will. Send workers into your great harvest so that the gospel is preached. The poor are served with love, the suffering are comforted, and your people are strengthened by the sacraments. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And our blessed mother, Mary, mother of the church, pray for us. Thank you for joining me on today's Faith Moments. Have a blessed week and still happy Easter. You have been listening to Faith Moments with Dina Marie, reflections upon the liturgical scripture readings for the Sunday Mass. New podcast episodes are released weekly through the generous support of Mater Dei Radio. To learn more about Faith Moments with Dina Marie, visit me online at dinamarie.org. That's dinamarie.org. May you have a blessed week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.